0: Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can catch up on all of your back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill or catch this current episode by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. You can also check us out and engage with us on your social media at symbol Pod, and make sure you subscribe to us wherever you pick up your favorite podcasts because we are there. And click that subscribe button and make sure on your Alexa-enabled device to say Alexa, play the watch list with Patty and Bill podcast. <laughs> last time we totally forgot to do this show because we promised that last show was going to be the spooky show.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought we were doing it every episode this month. We'd
0: mentioned yeah. one. I know liquor does a weird things to my brain. So yes. So here we are with our with our weekendy episode. Yeah. Talking about scary movies. Yeah. And not Halloween movies.
1: No, mine but, are not Halloween movies.
0: Correct. Mine are scary movies that have zero to do with Halloween.
1: Yes, and I also have a TV show that is scary that has nothing to do with Halloween.
0: Okay. So, I think we should start start with the scariest thing first.
1: Oh, none of these are... Well, okay.
0: No, okay. The mask Singer. Oh. <laughs> oh, gotcha! Yeah! Okay. Mask
1: yeah singer! Okay.
0: Yeah! God damn, that show is so stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. first of all, I have a legitimate question, though. Okay. So, I thought that they have three rounds of four people. And it got down to, like, the final four or whatever, or the final six or whatever the fuck it was, but from three different groups, not two different groups. Am I wrong in that?
1: There, I You know, I feel like there were three in past seasons, and I'm wondering if they've scaled it down because of the COVIDs, because this was filmed during the COVID stuff. Uh, there is no live audience. Those are clips from other audiences that they have artfully edited in.
0: Well, they do a masterful job of that shit because I thought those people were there.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I did too. And then Twitter was telling me otherwise.
0: So, as I keep my promise, I waste about 45 minutes of brain space. And I watch this debacle every week. And And then you
1: bitch about it and tell everybody how stupid it is. And, you know, it's getting kind of boring, dude.
0: Oh, excuse. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm not just going to hop on the train because I'm being left out. Fuck (laughs) it. You need
1: to find other adjectives. Okay. Okay.
0: Putrid.
1: Oh, there you go. There's a good (laughs) adjective. Okay.
0: Repugnant.
1: No, it's not really rebuttal. That's getting out of hand now. That's
0: not getting at (laughs) all. I find other adjectives and then you blow away my adjective. One. No, you know what? They actually said, but they actually said on the show, and I can't think, I, I can't remember if it was Nick Cannon or if it was Joel McHale.
1: It was probably Joel,
0: but it was, it was actually a perfect summation of the show. And it was like, uh, something blah, blah, blah. Where else are you going to go to find something this entertaining to watch? I, I forget the exact oh. quote, but it summed it up perfectly. Hmm. And yeah. I thought Joel McHale was actually kind of amusing, too, as the, the goofball singer.
1: Yeah, I I missed the very
0: beginning. You missed your Joel McHale? Listen, uh, I
1: saw him get unmasked, and that was it. And it was just like... uh. uh Oh, I can never remember that guy's name. The thick guy, Robin Thick. It was like a Robin Thick mask that he was wearing, like a piece of cardboard over his face. Yep. Yeah. So I caught just that. That's when I started it. That's when I got in, and I didn't I bother to rewatch the very first what five minutes.
0: I just don't get what Nicole Scherzinger was wearing.
1: You know, they the two of them, him, her, and uh, Jenny wear the weirdest things
0: but not as
1: weird as the turban but weird nonetheless
0: fuck that turban (laughs) but if anybody could pull off the turban it'd be nick cannon you know yeah (laughs) i do have to say that at least he's got the balls enough on on international tv to wear the turban
1: very true
0: very true now I'm trying to find other adjectives to describe how my brain fried watching this show. <laughs> but, th- but then Nicole Scherzinger stands up and I'm thinking, are you in some type of cheerleading outfit? What are you doing? I didn't no, know. I feel re- like I need to watch
1: this again to pay attention to her outfit. Well, it was I just that I was
0: close enough she attention. stood up and it was, you saw all the leg. Uh, And it was almost like a half swimsuit, half dress thing. And then she's got the earring clip that goes all the way up her ear. She looked like she could have been on an episode of Star Trek.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I was not paying attention to her wardrobe. Playing back the Masked Singer to try and get a shot of her outfit.
0: Well, well, it ain't going to be hard. I think this week they were competing, you know, Jenny's showing off.
1: Wow, Jenny's got some boob action happening there.
0: She's got all boobs this season.
1: Wow. Damn. Right? What What is that weird thing on Nicole's, like, she's got this weird little capelet.
0: Yes, I don't know. It is a cross between a dress and a swimsuit.
1: Yeah, she's got this weird capelet happening, and then oh my god, it gets super tight through the body there.
0: Yeah. And she looks extra bronzy for some reason.
1: She does, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, she does. It's weird.
1: Oh wow. Right. That is short. Okay, I'm gonna exactly I could
0: tell what month she was born for crying out loud.
1: Damn. Yeah, and yes, they do seem to only have Group A and Group B going on.
0: So, for that, I'm thankful, because then the show is actually going yeah, to Yeah, it's going to be a
1: run. whole lot shorter, the season, two.
0: Yeah, all right. So, I actually thought Brian Austin Green was fun. Oh, sorry, spoilers. <gasps> Spoiler! Oh, what sorry. All right. Minutes. So, spoilers in five, four, <laughs> three, two one i thought brian austin green was fun nobody got brian austin green did they
1: i wonder i feel like robin may have he said he it. should
0: have gotten it because okay, they because grew they up together
1: stuff, yeah um, yeah i didn't i no, didn't realize we'll they were that
0: tight so i didn't
1: know that he could sing
0: yeah he didn't do too started. badly He certainly did better than "Ah, Mickey. uh,
1: That was what?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So who does the Internet think who is what? I still um, say the I still say whatever it is, is still Cindy Lauper.
1: So um, so it was the sun, the owls and popcorn and then whatever Brian Austin Green was the giraffe. Right. Yeah. Those four.
0: In this episode, yes.
1: Okay. Wow. They're really narrowing it down. So the internet thinks the sun, the Twitters anyway, thinks the sun is Leanne Rimes.
0: Ooh. Yeah. That's good.
1: For a hot minute, I was wondering if it's maybe Stevie Nicks, but I don't know. I no. could be totally off base with that.
0: She went through a lot of her troubles back in the mm-hmm. 70s and the 80s.
1: Okay. Well, okay.
0: And I would recognize her voice. I think she's got a distinctive enough. She
1: voice. does. She
0: does. So, yeah. So, so. I don't know
1: enough Leanne Rhymes or her voice to make a decision, but the majority of Twitter was saying Leanne Rhymes. All right. They were saying the Owls are Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black.
0: Ooh. Wow, I I don't care about that, but okay, if I had to take a guess, I think that's <laughs> yeah, fine.
1: That's who they think the elves are. And there were three different things going around for popcorn. Taylor Dane. Oh. And then Vanessa Williams which was one of the judges' guesses. And then some are thinking Cindy Lauper.
0: I see I think that that New York accent is not fake. I think that's Cindy Lauper. Okay. But Leanne Rimes is a good... Yeah, that's actually not too bad for the other one.
1: For the sun. Okay.
0: For the sun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's not too shabby.
1: But that's the summed up Twitter Twitter choices. And usually they're... when you see a bunch of people saying the same thing, they're usually right.
0: I'm just going to cut down on my adjectives, but uh, <laughs> now that I'm most conscious, do people just sit during the show? And I this is half a, a serious question: sit and watch the show, and then just go on the internet like a mad person, figuring out who this person is.
1: Uh, well, they they lie, they tweet while they're watching, so yeah. It's okay. Like live tweeting. And it's not just this show. Every show has its group that that live tweets.
0: So nobody really sits and watches the show now. You know what? I'm just going to show you. It's like
1: you're watching and talking to your friend. Just, you know, like texting me while you're watching. That would be you tweeting. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Don't make fun of my nih. <laughs> you're making fun of my nih.
1: Yeah, and your point is? Yeah, yeah. that's my point. Okay.
0: All right, so so now that we got the most oh horrific thing out of the way, <laughs> what did you watch? And then I'll tell you the new thing I watched, and then we'll go over some cool okay. old
1: stuff. Oh, so you want me to list all my business? So if you want to, or we could go back and forth. Well, it might be more fun to back and forth
0: it. All right, well, then you right. start and I'll go.
1: All right, I'm going to start. The first one I have I found on Hulu and this is the one I found, one of the ones I found. Actually, the only one, there's only one of my 4 that Dwight found. Okay? So, on Hulu, there's a movie called Mom and Dad. It's from 2017 and it stars Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair.
0: Believe it or not, I think I actually own a copy of that. <laughs> Because somebody gave me the digital copy and I haven't watched it yet. All right. How so, is it?
1: Okay, so I've learned with the three horror movies that I watched, there are certain like themes out of them all, and you see one, you kind of seen them all. They're all following the same little path of horrorness, and I can't think of the right word. I guess maybe subgenre of horror. Mm-hmm. So this one is. You could I would consider it like a twist on zombie because it's people suddenly doing something they would never do, i.e. zombies eat people, we would never do that because some unknown thing occurs causing that them that whole group to do this thing. So in mom and dad, suddenly some force, some disease we don't really know makes all parents murder very savagely their children
0: well that sounds kind of brutal
1: it it, that premise does but they do it in this crazy kind of comical almost way um and nicholas cage and selma blair are amazing as the parents and how they're like oh honey i don't want to hurt you and they've got like you know a sods all in their hand trying to get through the door and (laughs) Nicolas Cage is smashing things and screaming and being Nicolas Cage (laughs) and there's a scene where the kids are in school and they've got like another 45 minutes before school's out but all the parents are lined up along the fence (laughs) <laughs> like, like like zombies seething to get in to get their kids and the one mom reaches through the police guys there saying back off back off and the teacher's like what the fuck and one mom sticks her arm through the the bars and, and it's like summoning her son come here son let's go home and he's like looking at the teacher and looking at mom like what do I do what do I do and then he tries to climb over the fence and like the whole swarm of parents are get, helping him get over And the cop is like, no, and the teacher's like, no, and then she gets him and everybody sees because the whole, like, the the parents kind of part so you could watch mom totally brutalize that kid. And all the kids are like, ah, and they start running away, and then the parents somehow smash down the gate, and yes, all hell breaks loose, and then the wackiness ensues. It is a crazy-ass movie. It's on Hulu, and it was very entertaining, (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, an entertaining
1: kind of gory, weird thing.
0: And it is confirmed. I own it. <laughs> uh, hey, you, you know, you
1: should give it a try because
0: you, know you know what? It does sound like Nicholas
1: Cage is the answer to everything.
0: Yes, it, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Poor stupid bastard <laughs> who who just went off the rails and bought weird shit.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah.
0: So now he's doomed himself to starring in pieces of shit. Although every now and then he's supposed to be really, really good.
1: Yeah, sometimes he's in a real gem, like mom and dad from twenty seventeen, now available on Hulu.
0: So I caught on Netflix from twenty twenty vampires versus the Bronx. Oh. I've heard of that one. It, it, it well, it just it just came out. I think it debuted this week, as a matter okay.
1: of fact. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: And it's it's just one of those films where it takes the the tried and true trope of the kids in the neighborhood trying to save a local neighborhood institution, mm-hmm. and throws vampires into it because it's okay. not an evil it, because the evil corporation that's trying to gentrify the neighborhood also just happens to be a coven of vampires who is trying to take over the world.
1: Well, of course it is. Of and course they're going to
0: start is. in and they're going to start in the Bronx because they said we're starting here because any of you if you all die no one's going to care.
1: <gasps> rude! Yeah,
0: it's, it, it's rude. They threw shade and they need shade or else sunlight oh. will kill them. Ha,
1: ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there are you know like Method Man is in this in oh. a in a in a role that really could have been something more, I think. He plays oh. actually a pastor at a church and he's trying to get the kids to go right and all that. See, and I thought that and I'm not trying to give anything away. I thought he was going to have a greater impact later.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So in other words, to have Method Man in the movie was just stunt casting. And then the only other guy who I recognized is one of those actors who's been in all those things. I don't even remember his name. Oh, that guy from that stuff. The guy from the stuff. Mm -hmm. And you've seen him before. Other than that, all the kids I've never seen before, which I liked. I actually thought one of the kids was uh, the little African-American child from Stranger Things, but he wasn't. He just looks like him. Okay. But it's got a really nice, diverse cast. It's fun. It reminded me of an 80s kids horror movie.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I think Netflix is sort of on this kick of finding things that tweens would actually find entertaining. Hmm. Because they did Enola Holmes... Right, yeah. They did this. Then there's this other one from Darren Star, and I'm so sick of Darren Star and his single woman go to the city and conquer it and have all the sex and all that stuff. But that's for a later show. But he's that's got a new movie out on on Netflix as well.
1: Hmm. That name but sounds I think familiar, but I can't place
0: Darren Star. I just it, well, he created Sex in the City.
1: Oh. oh,
0: and all of, and all of his stuff seems to be derivative of that.
1: Okay. So he yeah. really
0: doesn't have a fresh idea. He just puts younger people in it, and there you go. Okay. Yeah. He I think also, he also has, did younger.
1: Yes, he's also done younger, which yeah. I've watched, and it's cute and all, but I do have some issues
0: with it. Yeah.
1: But we can so, move on to the, from that. What yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, you know what? Uh, Vampires versus the Bronx, very fun. If you're a 12-year-old boy, I think you're going to love it. <laughs> it's got plot holes galore. Who cares? Yeah. But it, it just reminds me of a good little 80s throwback movie.
1: Okay. All right. And
0: believe it or not, there there is blood. There is violence in it. Okay. But not egregious amounts of it. Okay. So, yeah. Eh. All right.
1: The next one I have is also from Hulu. It's from 2013 and it is called Midnight Man. Now if you Google this, there's a lot of Midnight Man named movies, but this <laughs> one is from 2013 written direct, and directed by Rob Kennedy that no one has ever heard of because he's done nothing that anybody would ever hear of. Yep. It has no one in it that anyone would know. So, a bunch of unknowns on hulu and this one is one of those you unknowingly summon a demon movies
0: Ooh, so those are always good
1: yeah there's a couple of teens who play a game they unknowingly bring this demon into their house and they need to stay alive until 3 33 a.m there are specific rules that they must follow but the demon cheats he doesn't follow the rules and, and I'm one, assuming
0: it's 333 because that's half of 666.
1: Maybe, yeah. Oh. And there's one character who knows the legend of this demon in the game. So. Uh,
0: of course there yeah. is. How yeah. is it? It
1: was, it was, you know, fun for those kind of movies. You know, the paranormal, summon a demon movie. You know. Okay. Yeah, it, it was all right. It was fine. It wasn't yeah, okay. terrible. It wasn't. It wasn't overly gory. It wasn't. It did not have any of those cheap scares either. Um, uh, yeah, the demon guy isn't particularly frightening at all. It was predictable, and yeah, that's what it was. Okay, can't really say much about it. So the rest that.
0: of, I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So the rest of my stuff is all older stuff. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to blow out the new stuff, my or do you just want two? me to? Yeah,
1: I can blow out yeah, my last two.
0: Blow those out, and then we can get into some some other stuff. All right. All right. Uh,
1: the next one, uh, apparently, we're getting Showtime for free for a little bit, and Dwight mm-hmm. found this one. It is from 2019. It is called Countdown. It stars Eliza- yeah.
0: countdown.
1: <laughs> It stars Elizabeth <laughs> Dean Lale. She played Guinevere Beck in that stalker TV series called you.
0: Uh, Was that on the CW?
1: No, I think it was on Fox and then it was on uh, Netflix. Okay. Or maybe it was only on Netflix. I'm not entirely certain. Okay. But anyway, uh, so this one is one of those dodging fate possessed technology type of horror movies where people install this app on their phone And it tells you when you're going to die, like in three years, in 20 minutes, in five seconds, whatever it is. And then as they try to dodge their fate, you know, all the shit happens, like, you know, uh, Final Destination-y style. And then they find out that uh, this code is some kind of demon summoning code within the app. And when you agree to the terms and conditions, that's when you... Uh, you know, you're tied to this demon and have to die when you're supposed to die. And that's what that one's about. It was, you know, typical, you know, possessed technology, summon, you know, avoid your fate type of movie. Okay. Eh. See,
0: I wouldn't even want to know. If somebody you know, said... I be
1: uh, installing that. I don't care. Regardless no. if it's just a silly app or it's like for real, I, you know, yeah. it'll happen when it happens.
0: Exactly. That's why I don't fuck with a Ouija board either. You know, it's all fun and games until you bring a demon up from hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that demon tells you, ah, where well, you're going to expire in three weeks, five hours, and four fucking minutes. So yeah, yeah. smoke up, toke up, and eat up. <laughs> You've yeah. only got some little time left. Hmm. Matthew McConaughey.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the last thing? My final thing is a TV series that is, it's, um, it's still in production. It hasn't ended yet, as far as I know. It was on CBS. The first season just started last fall. But now the whole first season is available on Netflix, which is why I'm bringing it up. And it's the show Evil. I talked yeah. about it before. It has uh, Katja Herberus in it, who you know, she's just had bit parts and other things. Michael Coulter, who was Luke Cage, is in it. And Michael Emerson from Lost and Person of Interest is also in it. And he is creepy as hell and really good at being creepy as hell. Okay. And so this is about a former priest and a and his buddy. They're like investigating for the Catholic Church um uh, cases of possession to see if they're real or just made up before the Catholic Church comes in to do the exorcism. And whether it's a person possessed, a house possessed, or whatever thing that's possessed, they they do this. And then they bring in Katya, her character for um, because she's a, a psychologist. Because at the beginning, there was a man on death row claiming to be possessed. And she was coming in to say whether he's just faking it or if he really is crazy thinking he's possessed kind of a thing while Michael Coulter's character was coming in to find out is this guy really possessed and then they team up she gets hired by them and they're going around and now uh, Satan is you know invading her dreams and her kids are in danger and as they would is be <laughs> creepy as fuck this one is really good, and it is really fucking creepy.
0: Is there an overarching storyline?
1: Yes. The overarching storyline is um, Doomsday is coming, and all of the demons of hell are about to be released.
0: Ooh, okay. And the
1: signs have been everywhere for a long time. It's just that nobody knew what they were looking for.
0: Nice. See, I just didn't... I. I stayed away from that show just because I didn't want Freak of the Week.
1: No, definitely not Freak of the Week. Excellent. All the episodes are tie in together.
0: Now, do we know if it's coming back for season two? I believe or... it is
1: coming back for a season two. I just don't know when because COVID.
0: All right, all right. because I don't want to get into a show that's that's good and then
1: ends poof. with the the thing. Uh...
0: Yeah. I don't want to do that. Cliffhanger burn too many on time. a
1: cliffhanger, and you never get any resolution. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, I I didn't see anything else new, but one of the things that that I did catch on AMC's, you know, thirty days of horror marathon because they do all these horror movies, yeah. the original Psycho.
1: Ooh.
0: And. It was almost the end of that movie. And if you haven't seen Psycho by now, you really should watch it. It's yeah, a classic totally. movie that people have been trying to do in different forms for decades. And even Gus Van Sant in 1999 tried to actually remake it shot for shot, which oh, was wow. a waste of film and a waste of Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche, but whatever. <laughs> yeah but the original psycho black and white movie from 1960 just an excellent excellent psychological thriller yeah. you know and for 1960 it had jump scares
1: oh it did yes yes you did. know
0: and you know people leaving and and supposedly this movie made janet lee always take baths from then on
1: <laughs> wow yeah but she's just the actress damn
0: that is, that is supposedly Hollywood, like truth. She was creeped like,
1: out all the hell. She
0: was creeped out by the uh, to the max. Not to mention that Alfred Hitchcock was a creepy motherfucker to begin with.
1: Yeah, he is kind of neat.
0: So I do want to see that Anthony Perkins biopic about him, but well, that's another show. But the original Psycho.
1: Hmm. All right,
0: then. I I started doing this, and I was like, oh, my God, this movie. And oh, my God, this movie. Fright Night.
1: I love Fright Night.
0: That movie is the shit. It's always been the shit.
1: shit. It is my shit. Mm -hmm.
0: And I actually had to have that movie poster. So I actually trolled eBay for years finding that movie poster.
1: That was in my office at Iltis, right behind me. Yes, it
0: was. Oh, that's right. But the original Fright Night stars Chris Sarandon, William Ragsdale, Amanda Bierce, and you know Amanda Bierce from Married with Children.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Stephen Joffreys, who you know from porn, and then Roddy McDowell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not actually kidding about Stephen Jeffries. He actually had a little yeah. stint in porn.
1: Well, And, you know, but Chris I, Sarandon is Prince Humperdinck.
0: Just yes, so he is. Notice. Yeah. Yes, he is. And not only that, he was also in the original Child's Play. And, you know, Chris Sarandon's been around the block. He was also in the shitty remake of Fright Night, but we won't even go there. Yeah. But the original Fright Night, Mm -hmm. I went to a paid sneak of that. Ooh. At the old Hyde Park Theater in 1985. And a paid sneak is where you can go, and the weekend before the movie officially opens... At 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, you could actually watch the film, and it's supposed to generate word of mouth. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I loved it. I loved every frame of it. I lo- I actually bought the soundtrack for it. Oh, cool. It, oh, I love that movie. I love it, too. It mm-hmm. is from it's 1985. In
1: the oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that and, line has stuck with me since the first time I saw that movie.
0: And don't look too closely at the nightclub scene where Chris Sarandon is walking back and forth. And although it is a credit to that cinematographer for hiding Chris Sarandon as much as he did with all the mirrors in there, uh, but yeah. you can actually, if you freeze it, and I did this on VHS too, where you can <laughs> oh, actually God. sort of see Chris Sarandon in the mirror. Wow. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's 1985.
1: But yeah, true. There's only so much technology at that point.
0: There's only so yeah. Now you'd now you would just do the Lucas film special edition of it and insert Jar Jar Binks in there. <laughs> Mesa drink of blood now, Okie okay Day. Okay. The, <laughs> that was just weird. The original Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Nineteen eighty-four. So that movie is Critical because they call New Line Cinema the house that Freddy built.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
0: And, and New Line Cinema actually became New Line Cinema because of Freddy Krueger, oh, and that was another paid sneak I went to oh. the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and it has stuck with me all these years because it is just a damn good horror movie.
1: It and is. The, it is.
0: It's. It's just them,
1: really. I I enjoyed. Every single one of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they were cheap and they got steadily cheesier.
1: But that was okay because we all got steadily older to where, you know, we knew how cheesy things were.
0: And you know where I caught actually Nightmare on Elm Street 4 or 5? I want to say HBO Max. Hmm. Just because I was, because New Line Cinema is actually owned by Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is HBO Max. So just do yourself a favor and watch all of the nightmare on Elm streets because yes, they're cheesy. Yes. They're silly, but it created one of the most iconic horror figures ever. Yeah. Freddy Mm Krueger. All right. The next thing I've got alien.
1: Oh yeah. That's a good scary one.
0: 1979 Ridley Scott Mm -hmm. even Ridley Scott is trying to imitate Ridley Scott doing alien (laughs) because because Prometheus sucked balls oh
1: my god that was so awful
0: Prometheus sucked balls and then what was the sequel it was alien covenant which sucked bigger balls that's
1: right yes because Dwight had caught he found um Prometheus, and they said there was a sequel to it, and I was like, oh. And I looked it up and saw Alien Covenant, and that the only way to see it is if you pay for it. And I'm like, you know, I don't feel like that's worth even worth $399.
0: It's not. It's really not. And the biggest disappointment about Prometheus was that everybody thought that Prometheus was going to lead you right up to the first alien. Oh, and they okay. had the perfect perfect way to do it with the same ship that you saw at the beginning of Alien you know it, the xenomorphs that were there the whole bit they could have easily done it but no it was supposed to be a new planned trilogy blah bah. and then bah. here's another spoiler alert five four one the <laughs> <laughs> the survivor of 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 prometheus yeah killed off screen so you see in the her in covenant one yeah in covenant oh she's you know actually what, you already even
1: get the actress to be on this one no they just killed her
0: yeah <laughs> is right it's just it was balls like wait you put this character through all of this and actually she was actually pretty badass too. Yeah, you make her like suffer through all of that. Of shit there, yeah. She flies off on the alien spaceship with David, the the uh, the android played by Michael Fassbender, mm-hmm. only to get to Alien Covenant to find out that he killed her and experimented on her to create the xenomorphs, which we know and love today. Huh? Like fuck me sideways. You know what? Fuck mm-hmm. you and that's what actually killed the alien franchise. I believe it. Yeah. But stick with the original Alien and better yet the sequel Aliens. Yes. The only reason I didn't include Aliens on my list, that's more of an action movie.
1: Mm, okay, yeah, I can see and that.
0: Alien is much more of the claustrophobic horror movie.
1: Mhm.
0: The next one I've the next one I've got The Thing. Oh. John Carpenter's 1981 remake of *The Thing*, starring Kurt Russell. Okay. Laura's actual first R-rated movie, by the way. Really. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it's it's creepy and scary as fuck. It's it's really good with an ending that is still debated to this day.
1: Oh.
0: And supposedly was answered in some comic book somewhere blah 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 but that movie and it's got a whole bunch of actors in it wilford brimley is in it rest his soul um and Mm. a few other people too but the original the well the remake of the thing not the re-remake of the thing that came out in the 2000s that's a piece of shit (laughs) but the 1981 one okay Shaun of the Dead.
1: Oh, I love that movie. That is such a fun movie.
0: Shaun of the Dead is just fucking hysterical and I love Nick Frost and Simon Pegg.
1: I yes.
0: You know, they're they're just they're just two fun blokes. Yeah. And I and I and I would imagine that they get together and say, "Hey, let's do this movie." All right. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know it, this guy's got this really hot girlfriend. But all he wants to do is spend time down at the local pub. And he's got this ne'er-do-well best friend.
1: And he works and, at like a big box store.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so they basically have nothing lives. And then all of a sudden, the zombie apocalypse happens. And
1: all they and want co- is to go to the pub and get a pint.
0: All they want to do is go to the pub and get a pint. And, and everybody <laughs> around them is screaming, no, you, you know, you're an idiot. Come on. Yeah. It's it's just really funny and fun and a good riff on the zombie movie.
1: It is. It is definitely a good one.
0: Yeah. And speaking of zombie movies, mm-hmm. Train to Busan.
1: <gasps> yeah.
0: From 2016. Damn if that's not a good movie. It is damn good. You know what? Do yourself a favor, people, and either rent. Actually, no. Go on and buy that shit because that is a great zombie
1: movie it's worth a purchase i would say too if you are the type who watches things a bajillion times
0: yes and if not make sure you catch it i don't know where it is it might be on netflix i'm not sure
1: i could find out okay or you know anybody can find out by asking anybody can go
0: to that fancy google internety thing Mm -hmm. which apparently i don't have today because my internet is shit but anyhow (laughs) The Lost Boys.
1: Oh, I love that soundtrack.
0: The soundtrack I borrowed from you. Yeah, on
1: cassette. I I bought that cassette and played the shit out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you did. I sure and did. I still believe. Oh, nee, God, nee, nee. Nee. Yeah. It, but that's a great movie.
1: <sighs> yes, it is. And it
0: and did. and I've got a few more too. Um, Scream. Hmm. From 1996, Nev Campbell, Drew Barrymore, and Courtney Cox. Yeah. The Fog, directed by John Carpenter from 1980, starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, when I say this one, It, Mm. not Mm -hmm. It Part 2, but It from 2017, that was creepy as fuck. I still haven't
1: seen that one.
0: It was so good, which is what made it chapter two, such a letdown. Oh. But then again, you know, some of the source material has to be involved too, that it's actually sort of an alien thing, but hmm. whatever. Hmm. Um, But it chapter one. Wow. Really good. I think it chapter two was just way too bloody long. It was, it was, it was like three hours.
1: Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. No one's got time for that in a horror movie.
0: Yeah, the original Saw.
1: Mm, yeah, that one was really good.
0: I I was watching that one day, and I had the surround sound turned on, and I heard mm-hmm. a little ping from behind me on the right. I was like, "Fuck, this is really great sound." I'm creeped out. But then, just as the movie was wrapping up, I was bored. Oh. I was like, I was like, "Come on, really." Yeah, uh, I'm about to turn this off, and then one of the greatest twists in horror movie history happened, uh. and it knocked me on my ass. <laughs> and I know that that movie has been out now for years and years and years. But if you haven't seen Saw, there are stupid things in it. Oh yeah, and one of them is how Carrie Elwes reacts when that phone is ringing toward the end but whatever <laughs> but one of the greatest greatest twists in horror movies is in saw a quiet place yeah, yeah i put so. that hmm. i put that on there because it's really yes there are monsters around but it's trying to to not make a sound, and it puts you on this edge where you are c- so conscious of every sound you make. True, because yeah. because yeah. everybody on the screen is trying to be so quiet.
1: And the theater when I saw it was very quiet as well. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly, because they set that premise up early, so you know somebody munching on their Twizzlers like me.
1: There's a package. Rattle, rattle, rattle,
0: rattle. Yeah. Yeah. The last two things I've got, the original Omen trilogy.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And then last but not least, the you can't go wrong with the classics. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, and the Mummy. Hmm. You know, the classics from Universal. You know, the ones they were trying to reboot with Tom Cruise and The Mummy, and it failed miserably.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Dracula, but, Mummy, and The Wolfman?
0: Wolfman okay. and Frankenstein.
1: Oh, and Frankenstein.
0: All of them, by this point, have been remastered. Oh. I don't know if they're in 4K, but Ooh. you can at least find them in Blu-ray quality. They, There's a reason why they are classics. And, uh, again... Movies that continue to define the genre, yeah, almost a century after a lot of them have been made.
1: Yeah, yes, and yeah, they do.
0: And that's actually just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, but totally. There's
1: so many more. <laughs>
0: there are so many more, but those are go-to's.
1: I would. Those been... are always go-to's. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So everybody log on to thewatchlistpod.com or engage us on your social media at SymbolTheWatchlist Pod. What's your horror movie jam? What's the one thing, what's your first horror movie? What's the one that scared the shit out of you the most? What did you laugh at? You know, let us know. Hit us up. Go to the watchlistpod.com, click on that contact us. Or, like I said, engage us on your social media at the watchlist pod. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got this week.
1: That's it for me, too.
0: That's it. Yeah. Yep. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Have a great weekend, everybody. And um, please be safe. Also, make sure, because I've heard stories, too. There was this town in New Jersey that actually straight up canceled Halloween. Uh So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, make sure you log on to your Mm -hmm. township. For your city's website to check out how and if you can safely trick or treat with your kids. If not, there's a ton of entertainment out there for kids of all ages. Sit down and enjoy something as long as you are safe. Yeah.
1: Well, they got about three weeks before Halloween, so it's plenty of yeah, time to it'll... find out. You know what? Your, yeah. Well, what his yeah.
0: doing exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Everybody have a great weekend. Yeah. Okay, okay, bye. bye.